You're listening to the Traffic and Leads Podcast, where we examine what is and isn't working in online marketing. Now, please welcome your host, online marketing expert, One Click Lindsay. Hey everybody, it's One Click Lindsay with trafficandleads.com. Welcome to this episode of the Traffic and Leads podcast. Today I'm interviewing Miss Holly Gray with Evolve and Succeed. Her specialty, and one that she does very well, is she utilizes online marketing to get service providers booked months out in advance. And today she gives us all of her secrets. So make sure you listen in to this episode. I think you will like it. You will totally love her because she has a spunky attitude that I totally appreciate. Before we dive into that, of course, I have to associate this with a letter of the click technique. So for those of you who don't know what the click technique is, make sure you go to theclicktechnique.com. There's a five-day boot camp that will allow you to see all of my secrets for how we generate endless traffic and leads for our clients here at trafficandleads.com. So it's free. Make sure you opt in. And part of that opt-in is being a member of a private Facebook group where we can support you through all of your traffic and leads questions. So what letter does this fall under? K, the last K. Well, there's only one K, but the last letter, K, for keep going. Once you build an online marketing strong foundation, the hardest part about online marketing is K for keep going. So you do have to do the blogging and the emails and everything, but utilizing some of the strategies that Hallie gives us during this interview will help you keep going and actually turn all of that wonderful work and content into legit clients. That's why we have her on today's podcast. Now, before you go, I did want to mention in the world of online marketing, did you know that Facebook is currently testing a separate news feed? What does that mean? In six different countries, Facebook is actually separating all of the business pages. So every time you as a business owner make an update on your business page, you will no longer be featured in the regular news feed. If people want to see what pages are up to, they'll have to click over to a secondary news feed. And I'm like you. I'm wondering who would do that. I mean, right now, organic reach on Facebook business pages is very low. Three to six percent, I would say. Uh, now it's going to go to zero. Now the only things that'll show up in that regular news feed are all of your friends' status updates, your friends, your family, and any business who is going to pay. So you can still get featured in that news feed, but you will have to pay. So Facebook is telling us not to stress out about it. They're just testing it out. But I thought I would mention that on this episode of the Traffic and Leads podcast so you could keep your eyes and ears open. And if I hear any changes, I will make sure that you guys are the first to know. There's your news for the day, your online marketing news and RK for keep going. Again, make sure you check us out at theclicktechnique.com. Oh, one more thing. If your website is sitting dead in the water and you need help with online marketing, make sure you look us up at trafficandleads.com. We can help you with everything from SEO to PPC to everything. Unlike most online marketing agencies that will run an SEO campaign for you or run a Facebook ads for you, we have the ability to view that and sew them all together for a very effective online marketing campaign. So make sure you reach out. All right, enough of that. Let's hop into this awesome episode with Hallie and how to get booked.
Welcome to the program. So excited to have you on today. Thank you so much for having me. I'm super stoked to be here. So yeah, tell us a little bit about what you do over at Evolve and Succeed. So Evolve and Succeed is all about finding the effective marketing uh, strategies and tactics, but we specialize in services because services are the number one thing that will consistently be needed by humans, for humans, for the rest of humanity. So we're pretty stoked to specialize in selling them and marketing them online. So what's the difference between, just for fun, what's the difference between marketing a service and marketing a product? So it's two different things, really, because when it comes down to marketing, it's educating and exciting people. And so your content's going to be different, like how you talk about it. But with services, it's so much easier because products are awesome. Don't get me wrong. They're pretty amazing. I've bought quite a few of them myself. But when it comes to services, getting somebody's brain in on your problem to fix it in a way that only they can see is infinitely more powerful and valuable because everybody's brain is different. I sound like I'm a zombie marketer, but it's really a high-priced commodity when you think about it because your brain has synapses and connections that nobody else's does. And so therefore, you can't just trade it off with somebody else's. So When you hire somebody who has the right brain for the job, it's basically the most powerful thing for 10 times in your revenue and profit. Okay, I agree. So so what do you do? So uh, let's just take, for example, like I'm a business coach. Uh, Please help me. Go. What do you do? Okay. Sweet. (laughs) Done. Okay, ready. (laughs) Um, Business coaches, when it comes to business coaching, I would say, so just like marketing, you need to specialize in something. So- Business coach is great, but what is your specialty when it comes to coaching businesses online, offline? Uh, brick and, so is it brick and mortar or is it like for course creators or is it for other coaches? So specializing in what you do and who you do it for is really important. What results do you get? Because not every business coach is meant for everything else. When I go online and take a look at your website, does that specifically tell me what you specialize in and what you're going to get me for a result? Because when I go to most coach websites, you guys all talk the same And it's just one big circle jerk of saying the same things over and over again and nobody's standing out. So it's really, really important that you nail it down for the people who are coming to your website because they're not going to spend hours and months trying to figure out what you do, who you specialize in, and what results you get. That's not their job. That's your job. So at the end of the day, it's like specializing, making sure that's clear in your website. And then you're going to have to package it up so that it makes sense for your specific um, ideal client. I like to call them your business's best friend because it helps people's brains relate better. And then you need to launch that dish because if you just keep it on your website and expect people to come, they won't. All right. So you need to make sure that when it comes to like a, just like people do with products and businesses and software, you need to launch your services because that is an important part of getting people in the door and making sure that you're booked out consistently in advance. I like it. So it's important to niche down. It's important to create sellable packages. Uh, For sure. And then, so what can you, can you expound on your launch step a little bit? So most people don't think about launching their services because it's not really talked about a lot online, but launching your services is super crucial. And it's the same way that you would, when you think about it, like when you are really into a product, right? Like, uh, Fenty did an amazing job of marketing their products. They you know, educated people. They tapped into their audience. They made an amazing product. They revolutionized beauty, beauty products. But they also made sure to educate people about why they would be awesome. And it's because they have such a diverse range of foundation colors. Um, and they also made sure to like constantly promote it and educate and excite people with sneak peeks, with you know, watching the, the face of the brand, Rihanna, Um, take it to the next level by like showcasing it and showing it on her beautiful face. Like they did a really good job of educating and exciting people and and fixing a need and and solving a problem that has been around for 
so many years and decades. And so they did an amazing job of launching that product. And we want to do the same thing with launching your service. So we want to make sure that we educate people around, you know, what it's going to do, why they need it, how it's going to help them, what goal it's going to get them. And then you want to go to the next step and get them excited about it. Like, here's what you're going to look like after. Here's how it's going to suit you perfectly. Here's how it makes you feel like um, when you're done doing it and when you're done getting that solution underneath your belt. So when it comes to services, it's really, really important that you take all that education and excitement and you do it for people because they're not going to become an expert in your services. Nobody, nobody cares. So you need to make people care and you need to make people notice and you need to make people buy. And you do that with your marketing and the words and the videos that you put out there. So copywriting and stuff is extremely important to you, you would say? I'd say copy is pretty important, but really at the end of the day, I think specifics are really important. I mean, copywriting can be pretty vague and pretty, pretty bland, but when it comes down to it, like if you use specifics, you're fine. You can do, vi- like you could do videos, you could do cartoons, you could do uh, gifts. I don't care what you do and what, like what, what format, but I care that you use specifics that target that one specific person and where they're at. That makes sense. That makes sense. So how do you, so I have the, so I've niched down and I, um, have perfect packages and, um, I'm ready to like tell people the befores and afters, like through testimonials and through copywriting. What is, do you take us, do you help people like drive traffic to those things? Do you run Facebook ads? Like what's the next step or what do I do with those videos and content? So most people, when it comes to getting booked out months in advance, don't need the audience size that you would need for generating the same amount of revenue or income like you would with courses. So with courses, you need thousands and thousands of people on your newsletter. Mm-hmm. With services, you only need 100 people max on your newsletter to be booked out months in advance. Because if you think about it, for you to be booked out, you probably need max 10 people this year to buy your top-level service. And that's a lot, actually. Like That's probably more than you actually need. You probably only need about five. And so at the end of the day, that conversion rate works in your favor because – for you to get five people to sign up from 100 on your newsletter, or if you've been talking to people in Facebook groups, if you've been talking to people on Twitter, if you've been talking to people and just like genuinely making connections and helping people out in all the different places you're hanging out online, which I know you're online because there's basically nobody who's not online nowadays, then you're good to go because you just need a handful of people to know about you to sell them this service because you've specifically tailored it, tailored it to the people who you're around. So at the end of the day, it's not about list building. It's about making amazing packages and then communicating their value to the people that you're already hanging out with. Like if you can't sell your packages, you're probably trying to sell a shark taming package to everybody who needs a penguin tailoring package. Like figure out who the people around you need and want and then make stuff based on that. So list building is important in the long term, but in the short term, it's not it's not as crucial as it is if you're trying to make $40,000 through courses. So like you're all for services based and like you don't really even delve into the sell your courses or anything like that. It's like literally like web developers or something like that. Like let's get you booked out. Yeah. So I just believe that the for a sustainable business model online, most people who are coming into the internet and being sold on courses, it's not working for them. So my jam is if you want a sustainable business that will last you for years and years and years, and then you maybe want to add on courses later, awesome. But if you want to be paid to be online, you need to offer services because those are the only ones that are the easiest to sell. And if you can't sell services, you definitely can't sell a course. And it's also allowing people who are coming into the internet who don't have a massive audience to make a significant income because they don't have you know a thousand people on their on their list. They need to make a decent amount of money, which I qualify as like 40k to 70k in their first year 
depending on their industry, it'll be different for everybody, but they just want to have the clients booked in advance so they can do the stuff they're good at. I like it. I really like it. And so it sounds like you like aren't even like really promoting driving traffic to a website or anything, but you are promoting like go like how people can go out and make connections. So maybe you service uh, like chiropractors or something, you go into those chiropractor groups and you actually make legit connections. And then because you've niched down and your packages are so awesome, then they will naturally just follow you. Totes. Exactly. If you've made something specifically for a chiropractor who's trying to, I don't know, drive traffic to their in-person practice and you're telling them specifically how to do it in four steps, every chiropractor is going to want to sign up for that. Like that's not a big deal. But if you say that you're going to get everybody on the internet, clients, nobody cares. Mm-hmm. So it's really about making sure that when it comes down to it, you specialize in pe- you specialize in something that you find easy to do, which is the hardest part because people get sold on doing something they're passionate about, which is great if you want a one-night stand, but most people want a business that lasts longer than the next day. So making sure that you have something that you find easy to do and that you find easy to sell is super important. And usually you're already hanging out with your best, your favorite people that you want to be clients. Mm. So what do people usually say to you? I'm sure you like plenty of customers come and they are not niched down. How do you go about finding that niche? Uh, Well, first I tell them that I'm going to break them because most people have a set. So it's like science. Most people come in with a pre-made conclusion without doing any experiments first. So I tell them that they have to break that and they have to break what they think they're going to be doing because that is literally messing them up and redirecting them into the wrong place. So when I says uh, so when I say that they have to pick a person, I mean niche down doesn't really mean much to most people. It's a it's a marketing term. So I usually tell them pick a person, pick a problem, specialize in fixing that problem and that result, and they'll be fine. And that's basically what it is. And do people fight you on that? Oh yeah, totally. But they've gone through my marketing as such, so that it's both a bouncer and a pimp. So it gets the right people out and the right people in. So everybody who's come in to work with me understands like she's going to break what you think you should be doing and she's going to make sure that you make a sustainable business model that's easy to continue to provide. So, do you, so that's what you're marketing. Do you consider do. yourself a business coach then? That's what I'm called. Yeah, business okay. coach. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, because it sounds like you're you're kicking some trash. So <laughs> yeah. I guess so. But when I think of coaching, I think of feelings and I don't touch feelings. I don't care about feelings. I don't want to hear about feelings. And everybody's well aware of that inside of my audience. So I think feelings get in most people's way when it comes to them actually implementing a business idea. And at the end of the day, that will literally sidetrack people for years. And I don't want to deal like, I don't think they should be focusing on that. Feelings come from actions. So I tell everybody inside of my audience to just focus on what they're doing versus how they're feeling about it. Wow. I like you. I really do. Um, (laughs) I like your attitude. (gasps) Tell me, so it does seem like everybody and their dog is selling an online course. Can you give me your thoughts on that? Why is that? Do you think it like, tell me about that when I say that. So online courses have a place in the online economy. Uh, but the thing is, is that I don't recommend people. I recommend people starting with services because it's sustainable. You can make good revenue. It's awesome. It's a good way for you to practice your marketing skills. And then I recommend once you've figured out what your method is, once you've figured out what your specialty and your results are, once you've tested it over and over again so that you know you can get people results, then put out a course. I'm fine with that. But if I see that somebody who's just come on the internet who doesn't know a dish about anything is putting out a course, I'm like, A, that's not sustainable for you, buddy, as a business model, and B, stop it. Just don't. You don't you, what you're not getting anybody results. So don't sell a course that doesn't get people mm. results. So they have a place because I mean, 
you can't work with hundreds and hundreds of people in a space of like, you know, a quarter by doing it one-on-one. So you have to find a way to grow your business. And so they have a place, but there's cycles to everything. And so what happens is that people come in, they offer services, and then they'll go in and offer courses, which is awesome because then they address the need of, I've become too expensive to help people one-on-one. So now I'm going to take the proven method and turn it into a course. Awesome. hundred percent behind that. And then the next step is going to be that they offer, based on their business experience, like a 15K group program because now they have the audience, now they have the experience, now they have the revenue to back up that they know what they're doing and some sort of specialty. And so then from there, that's how they, that's how every business online right now is evolving. So there's evolutionary steps for each aspect, but I'm focusing on the one that's the most sustainable that everybody should start with first because I believe that most people just want to come online work three days of a week, go and enjoy their you know, dogs or kids or family or friends for the other four and get paid just as well as they would if they went in and spent five days at a day, day job. And then what they do after is their business. But I just want people to succeed. And this is the most likely way for people to succeed online making money. Can you tell us your most challenging client and what the result was? Uh, so for most of them, the most challenging thing is getting up and doing the work. Like I can't... Like servicing clients? No, like they literally won't market themselves. So a lot of people will fight back about like, oh, that doesn't feel right. And I'm like, I don't care. Like, I can't, I don't care about that. Like if it doesn't feel right, it doesn't feel right. I can't change that. But I'm telling you that from a marketing perspective, these are the actions you need to take. And so if they don't take the actions, I can't get them the results. Like mm. people fight, people fight change all the time and it's not their fault. It's their brain saying like, oh my God, we got to protect ourselves don't do it. Here's some feelings to distract you. And so that works because your brain is definitely your best uh, survival mechanism, like protecting you from change because change is danger, right? But even if it's good change, it still kicks in. So a lot of the times what I see is that people come in, they're afraid it won't work for them. But even though we have case studies of it being in their industry and working for them, and they'll be like, but I'm different. And you're not. You're just, the only way you're different is you're not doing it. So that's that's the only way it doesn't work is that if you don't do it, like, yeah, of course you won't get the results. I, I bought a gym membership. I don't have a six pack abs cause I don't go like, how is that surprising? <laughs> so I want to know if you don't mind, tell me a little bit more about your, I want to call it attitude, but I mean that in a positive way. Like do people like, I love it. And I would love a business coach like you because you just tell it like it is and screw your feelings. Who cares? Do you, do people, are people like, like, do you piss people off? Like what's the situation there? So I do piss people off because people are very precious about their feelings. <laughs> they've also been, but to be fair, they've also been told that they can have a business that, you know, will protect their feelings and make them feel good all the time. Take a look at your closest relationship, be it your flatmate or your roommate, be it your fam- like your family or friends, be it your significant other. Do they make you feel awesome 100% of the time? I'm going to guess no. So why would your business do the same thing? So that to me is just like, yeah, people get pissed off because I'm telling them the exact opposite and I'm telling them that it's going to be work, it's going to be challenging, it's going to test you. And so for a lot of people, they're like, well, I came into the online world because I wanted it to be easy and make tons of money which would be awesome if it was real. But I can eat brownies every day and still not get that uh, aforementioned six-pack abs because that's not legit advice or actions I should be taking for that goal. So, yeah, I piss a lot of people off. A lot of people don't want to hear it. And some people get so triggered by it that they just, like, can't even handle it and they lash out. But they've got their own shit going on, so I just feel bad because I don't want anybody to, like, feel bad from what I'm saying. I just want to help people. Wow, and I was just about to ask you if you have feelings. (laughs) 
right? I know. People are like, so you're a robot, right? I was like, I wish I was a robot. That'd be amazing. And you pulled out. One day. I don't want anyone to feel bad. So you totally took the wind out of my cell <laughs> on that question. I know. I seem like such a badass till I say I don't want people to feel bad. Uh, yeah, like I care about people and I just want them to succeed. But in my, in my experience, the best way for people to succeed is to be given the no bullshit view of what works and what doesn't work. And I know people come online because they want to make a ton of money and they want it to work. But like the majority of people who like, and the big thing was that in my experience, I came online and had that same thing. If I'm going to make like $97,000 in my first year, even though I have no experience and I have no audience and I have no clue what I'm doing right now. And I didn't. I made like, I think it was $39,000, which come to find out is actually a really good amount of money in your first year of being online in business. But nobody told me that. They all said, oh, six figures. It's all about the six Mm -hmm. figures. And I was like, well, how do you base a business model on something where you have no data of what is successful and not successful? So for me, it's always been about like, well, just tell people what the real, like the reality is for the majority of people. Like I know there's people out there who are outliers who can actually you know, make six figures in their first year, maybe because they're targeting corporations, maybe because they've already got an online audience, maybe because this is their fifth business and it's a new business and it's the first year of that business. But at the end of the day, I just want people to succeed. And so I need, like, I just want to pull off that bandaid, but I don't want, like, if if it makes people feel bad, I'm not asking them to stay around, Yeah. but I am going to, I'm going to tell them what it, like, what's going to work and what's not going to work. Wow. So, so tell me like specifically what kind of industries you service? Like what are your favorites? So my favorites, I think my favorites are whoever is doing the work. Cause that's the most exciting to see, but we have had success with developers. We've had success with free, uh, with designers. We've had success with VAs. We've had success with project managers, coaches, mm-hmm. and for each industry, the amount of time they can be booked out in advance differs based on their industry. So We've got developers and designers who can get booked out anywhere between three to four months in advance at a time. We've got virtual assistants who can get booked out 12 months at a time. Um, we've had project managers who are getting booked out eight months at a time and coaches that got anywhere, booked out anywhere between six to eight months at a time. So these are really great case studies, um, but it also does reflect your industry because different industries have different specialized specifics to make that work. Yeah, would somebody really, like, as far as, like, some of these, like people are willing to get on a waiting list for four months or six months for a VA or a developer. Yeah. It's super frustrating because those beliefs and those feelings totally stop people. And they're like, that's not going to work for me, but yeah, they will. I know I would wait six months for somebody who I know could get me the, the result I'm looking for because I've worked with people and I'm sure you have too, who promise you the moon and stars and don't get anything done and they don't get you results, right? So brains as a commodity are really, really important and not every brain can get you results. So you want to make sure that when your clients see or your your waitlisters see that, yeah, actually this person is getting results, the money is well spent, I would wait six to 12 months for that. I would definitely wait because I know my money is going to be poorly spent if I go to anybody else. Yeah. And so as far as like, like, let's say you're getting someone booked out four months in advance, you're making people make a significant payment to be on that booked list, right? Um, So what we have is a wait list, which we cultivate. And we basically what happens is that most people don't use their wait list. They just leave it for six months and they just let it get cold if they have one at all. So the thing is, is that the wait list is a prime opportunity inside of your business to turn meh clients into amazing clients. And you do that by educating them about what you need. Like a lot of designers always were telling me like, my clients never get me my copy on time. Oh, okay. If you know that's a problem, fix it. And so it's like, well, if they're waiting six, you know, four or three, three to four months to work with you, 
put them through like a copy template, like mm. sequence, like tell them what kind of copy you need so that they can get ready ahead of time. Coaches talk about how their clients don't have enough data, like either through journaling their feelings or through their business, through Google Analytics, or maybe through whatever they're helping them with relationships. I'm like, well, then just make them do that while they're waiting to work with you. And people will if they're excited about working with you. So that's a prime time for you to actually get a lot of success, like pre-made and pre-set up and priming everybody for success for your client relationship. So yeah, people will wait. You can give them work to do that will make your relationships and uh, your time together way more successful. Do you make that? And do you make them make a significant payment to you though to be on that? Like officially, we will start your work in four months. You can if you want. I just recommend having as many leads as possible on the wait list to, and then you launch to them to mm. basically allow you to fill it up. You could if you wanted to, but most people I find don't have the cojones to ask for a deposit six months in advance, and they don't want to deal with that financial responsibility of holding a deposit for that long. So you can if you want. I don't have any qualms against it. I think make people pay so that you can actually see who's serious and who's just tire kicking. But, you know, at the end of the day, having those leads and and getting them excited about working with you is whichever way you want to do it is fine with me. Wow. Awesome. Um, I noticed on your website, you do offer some marketing agency services. It's like 7,000 a month of for implementation. Can you tell us a little bit about what you do? Like, it sounds like you do a done for you package. Yeah. So what we do is we'll go in and we'll assess your business based on what you're marketing, be it an agency model, a course model, whatever works. We usually focus on uh, agency or coaching or service-based businesses online because those are the ones that we specialize in. But we have worked with course creators. The thing I find is that most people want courses because they want an additional revenue stream, which is legit, fair. But Services are the ones that we love and specialize in. So we'll go in and we'll say, okay, well, you could generate more potential clients through maybe optimizing a waitlist, an evergreen waitlist funnel. You could generate more clients through following up with them and having a CRM in place. It just it's based on where your client, where your business is at, and what you need done. And so we'll take care of the implementation, like the writing, mm-hmm. the strategy, the setting it up, webinars, whatever you need, and we'll coach the person that you want to take over to maintain it. And then we set it up and you're good to go. Awesome. So you offer that, you offer some one-on-one coaching, right? And a strategy session. Yeah. So those are all, we're, and we love to evolve, or I love to evolve my services. So those will probably evolve in the next few months. But basically, you know, we can get more done in an hour than most people will get done in a few months. So I like to consolidate because I want people to get results as soon as possible. Awesome. That's awesome. Okay. Before you go, I want to talk just one more time about this evergreen wait list. So mm-hmm. can you kind of expound on that a bit? Sure. Uh, so what part of the evergreen wait yeah, list? So are you saying, okay, ev- so yeah, yeah, I know that was not specific. So every business you think, or every business that you, like service business should have like some page on their website that says, uh, I'm booked out, join my wait list or like, where, where does that, where do you start? Like who needs that? Correct. Uh, I think everybody should be talking about their availability because at the end of the day, you're human and you're not immortal. So don't bullish me about saying you're available 24-7 and that you can work with everybody and that you can start straight away because that's not true. So you always need to have your availability up and set up. And then when you're booked, you should have people either going to put a deposit down if it's in the next couple of months, that's totally fine, or you should have people sent to your wait list. And the workflow depends on what you want to do, who you are, what industry, but at the end of the day, having people commit to the next step is crucial. Mm-hmm. And so most people don't, right? They just say like, I've got spots available, sign up. And it's like, well, you seem like you're always available. So even though your services aren't evergreen because they're not constantly available, your 
system for signing up clients should be evergreen. And so that's what I work with people and be booked out about. Wow. That's cool. Would you consider that like an important part of what you do is that evergreen wait list? Yeah, it's really important. And it's the thing that most people overlook. The thing is, is that when it comes to an online business with services, I don't want to teach you the history of marketing because that's not, that's not going to be effective or efficient for you. I just want to teach you the things that you need to have in place that are going to be the bare foundation you need to be booked out again and again and again. And if you want to add in webinars, that's awesome. If you want to add in courses, that's awesome. Like, I'm not saying you shouldn't uh, shouldn't evolve and add in additional revenue streams. What I'm saying is that if you can't get your base foundation of services set up and booked out, then you don't have the skills you need to move on to the next step. Like, evolution comes from having a solid base and then moving on to the next step. I love it. I love it. Okay. I'm going to let you go. But before I do, I'm going to turn the time back over to you. Tell us again how to find you and anything that you want the audience to know that I didn't ask you. Time is yours. Cool. Um, so you can find me over at evolvemsucceed.com um, and for our marketing services. But bebookedout.com forward slash challenge is where you can go and get a five days of me basically talking straight to you about this stuff. And that's what I would recommend if you're struggling right now to get clients or if you want to get started with services because you need to be booked out in advance. And those are, it's a free challenge. Sign up. It'll be two emails a day in your inbox. Basically me yelling at you, talking to you this <laughs> swearing <Yeah>. at you. <laughs> yep. A lot of swearing. You got a lot of, a lot of feelings breaking a lot of that stuff because I just want you to succeed. And to do that, I kind of have to be mean. I love it. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. I really appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Well, there you have it, folks. I told you you would fall in love with her. She's awesome. And I also found out that she lives in Portland, just like me. So we're going to have to get together. Absolutely. So friends, if you liked this episode of the Traffic and Leads podcast, please share it with a friend or leave us a review on our Facebook page or anywhere that you're listening to this podcast. And finally, if you run a small business, which most of you do, and you want to get started with online marketing, or you're already in the middle of online marketing, and maybe it isn't working out quite as well as you had hoped, make sure you reach out to us at trafficandleads.com because we can help you succeed in online marketing. And finally, check out theclicktechnique.com for an online marketing foundation so you can have success in the world of online marketing. Until next time, this is One Click Lindsay with trafficandleads.com where the solution to your slow growth is just one click away.